there, it's your host Sharon Lin, and welcome back to Come Along. Today, I have a very, very special guest whose work I'm a huge fan of. Today, we have Tom Rook in the studio. Say hi, Tom. Hi. So, Tom Rook was born in Exmouth in the UK and has been living in Taiwan for more than ten years. His keen observation of old streets, city scenes in Taiwan, and interest in architecture and urban history come together beautifully in his drawings. Tom has created drawings of many cities in Taiwan and around the world, including Taipei, Taichung, Tainan, Tokyo, Paris, and I'm sure more to come. Looking at his work, I really feel mesmerizing. It is really an understatement to describe his work. I'm a huge fan. Tom has had many group and solo shows and exhibits in Taiwan, and the most recent one is at Xinguang Mitsukoshi A11, and it'll be on till April 30th. Tom, welcome to the show. Thank you, Sharon. Thanks for having me. Thank you for coming. So, actually, over the weekend, I was at your exhibit at Shingon Mitsukoshi A11. How long did it take you and your team to put that together?、Um, that one didn't take too long. We were sort of talking about it last year, and finally settled on a date a couple of months ago.、Mm-hmm. And then I was trying to really get a few things finished for it,、uh, oh, trying、really? to, especially the、uh, one of Tonghua Street area.、Mm-hmm. So I I spent a lot of February ru- really rushing through、right. that. So you're trying to meet the deadline. Yeah, yeah. I even <laughs> I failed a bit. I, Dantre is supposed to be in there as well, but I'm still、uh, just about finishing that now. Okay, <laughs> I, I love this information because I didn't notice like was there anything missing. I love talking about behind the scenes. So yeah, congratulations on the show. I really like it. Thank you. I believe I first saw your work on Instagram. Several years ago, it was during the time when I was still living in the U.S. This was from 2018 to 2020, and during those years, for me, so much was going on for me personally and、uh, professionally, and I felt sort of disconnected to Taiwan in in many ways. But seeing your work, it really sparked something in me. It inspired me, and your work made me want to know more of my home again because I was away, and now I'm coming back. I've been a fan ever since.、Oh. So、um, I'm curious, what brought you to Taiwan? Okay.、Um, well, thank you. I'm really happy to hear it、oh, had that effect you. on you. It's、mm-hmm. kind of I don't always know what effect it's having on people outside of Taiwan very very often. Sometimes、mm-hmm. I get the odd message through. So it's really cool to think that it's having that like impact、um, like、sure、outside of Taiwan as、mm. well.、Um, I came to Taiwan.、Um, I traveled a bit before university. I realized I wanted to travel a little bit again, and the only viable way of doing it seemed to be English teaching. Yes,、um, in Taiwan, sh- yeah. Sort of straight after graduating.、Mm-hmm. So I did a course in the UK for for that. Uh, got certified and then had a big list of countries that I was kind of like、oh. thinking of going to.、Mm-hmm. Um, I'd also met some people the year previously who had been in Taiwan, so that sort of put Taiwan on the map a little bit for me.、Mm. And eventually, Taiwan was just sort of checking the most、uh, boxes of stuff I wanted,、oh. like natural what, what, what scenery,、oh, okay. that kind of thing,、okay. um, an interesting-looking city to live in. Big enough that there's a lot to do, but small enough that it wasn't sort of completely overwhelming. Like、yes. say going to China probably、yeah. would have been,、mm. and、um, an interesting language to learn. Even though, oh, it's hard. It's hard. I'm、yeah. a native speaker. <laughs> I still forget sometimes how to write some words and how to how to t- talk、mm. sometimes. I'm always mixing up characters.、Uh. <laughs> oh, it's fine. I, I, I do that all the time.、Uh, when did you start creating art?、Um, so creating art has been really like a lifelong thing. Mm. Uh, even from like as a very small child, 
And sometimes when people are sort of like, when did you start making this or this kind of thing? It actually goes back to like a really young age. Like my parents would would have told me that they'd sort of push me out in the pram or something around when I was like three or two or whatever. And I'd go home and I'd want to like scribble what I'd like seen Mm. from that. Um, So it's hard because I don't really remember that period of my life. Obviously, very few people remember what they saw when they were two or three. (laughs) So do you feel like you basically you're doing what you've always you've always loved since you were a kid? It's just a part of me that if if I'm not doing it, it feels weird. Um, it's I like it's like an urge that it's just part of my life. It, it would be like not breathing or something. It would mm. just feel strange. Like occasionally, like after a really like busy period when I've had an exhibition on mm. and stuff to finish, I've been like, okay, take a break for a few weeks. Let's actually just like zone out from it for a bit. And I can't do it. Like I <laughs> like instantly yeah. start kind of yeah, thinking of about newer stuff and like uh, trying to work on something something new. Then it's impossible. I, I love <laughs> it, and I know this feeling as a creative person. And I I actually saw one of your interviews where you mentioned this urge that you would you visit places that you want to draw, and there is a point that you really just couldn't just look at you. You have to start creating something. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really love this. So I I really love talking about art and many of my friends are also artists and I feel that each story of theirs of how and why they ended up with their chosen media and form to present their art is always mm-hmm. fascinating. And could you tell us a, a bit more how you um, find the path with using uh, drawing and also needle pen and pencils for your work? Mm. Okay. Um I suppose going back to like what I was saying, uh, very interested. I think in the world around me, trying to make sense of it, trying to like see it uh, in my own way, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I think that has kind of led me definitely to making very sort of detailed work because I kind of want to capture all of it. Mm-hmm. And then sort of a fine liner needle, needlepoint pen, or pencil. Those are pretty good tools for catching all of the detail. Mm. Um, you know, I think it's like really so much out there in the world that yeah. <laughs> I just, uh, I want it to almost feel as overwhelming sometimes as it is to me experiencing it. So that, that's, I think why, uh, put so much detail into these drawings. Mm. And I, I would guess uh, some people would ask us why didn't use, why you didn't use color in your work? Um, there's a few reasons. I think for a while I just liked the black and white aesthetic with it. Mm. And it just felt like that felt like the more natural way to do it with me. Um, the last few years I tend to color parts of drawings. Oh, um, okay. So like Geelong, I colored the sea and oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And now I remember yeah. some of the trees and stuff. The one of the Tonghua neighborhood, I've, I colored the Dinglo, the rooftop. Uh, roofs because I wanted to sort of get the mm. splash of color from that when you see that from like above mm. um, but normally normally I keep it mostly black and white and I like to use color for a particular reason usually mm. I also I actually my color vision is a little off <laughs> too <laughs> like, oh, I see. Um, so like I I'm not color uh, I can see all colors but it they seem to sort of merge and change a little bit. Like um, every time I tried to do a color test at like an optometrist or something, wasn't quite right. <laughs> mm. Oh, I see. 
And、uh, listeners, I highly, highly recommend you first check out Tom's exhibit at Shinko Mizukoshi, and also go searching up on Instagram. You'll see so many of his drawings, and the details in your work is just、uh, chef's kiss. <laughs> I need to ask you about. So I know you've been living in Taiwan for more than ten years, but for me, I grew up here. But okay, so it's probably me having like no geography. But I feel that even with just one same lane, I probably I pass by every day. You know, to work or to school, I still miss so many details. And for you, as an artist and as someone living here, how long did it take you to feel that okay, I know this place well enough to create art about it? How was what was in your、um, brain? I suppose like sometimes it's not that I know the place very well to, that I want that I start drawing it. It's more like I want to explore it some more, and、oh. the process means. That I have to look at it in a lot more detail.、Mm, uh, so it so, goes hand in hand. Yeah, there are different reasons. Like some of them, I'm drawing because I've been living in somewhere for a long time and I want the sort of record of it,、mm. um, a bit like a kind of journal in like visual form. Yes. And sometimes I'm doing them to kind of explore a place. So like、uh, the one of Tainan、mm. was like that. I didn't know Tainan very well, and I kind of was like. Oh, I like feel like from your work,、city. I would I would say you know Tainan very well. I do now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah you do. Now. So、oh, it's just in the composition. How how long did it take you, and how do you you know envision the composition that that fits in the frame that you have? I can usually, if I've decided that a city I'm interested in sort of exploring and drawing,、um, or I know it well or enough already, I usually know what parts of it by then, or what main parts of it that I want to put into the image. Um, that will change around a bit over over the next sort of say month or so, where I'm just going over things in my head.、Mm. Um, but generally, once I've decided on that, I can kind of see the finished drawing in my in my head,、mm. and then it's just a case of like getting what's in my head onto paper and hoping it's、uh, it makes sense and like、um, it works like as a composition. And by the time you've probably have visited that place countless times. Yep,、um, that's usually I'll have done a sort of initial visit where I'm just sort of getting the feel of the place and、mm. seeing what I'd want to include. Just walking. Just walking, taking the odd photo. Nothing really like deep. No, not like really detailed record making or anything.、Yeah. Just sort of seeing what catches my eye there,、mm. and then. If I if from that I'm like okay this place is this place is interesting I want to see what else is here and what I what I want to draw then I'll go back and I'll take like really more detailed photos and go down the sort of narrower lanes and see what I find down there.、Mm. And do you go to the same place during different times of the day? Yeah,、um, sometimes not intentionally, but、okay. that just kind of happens. Oh, not intentionally. <laughs> so so this is not that what you feel you need to do to get a well. Pun, non, pun intended. A better picture of this place. I will usually, if the place has say like night markets or that sort、mm. of thing, I'll I'll always try and go there at night for those that stuff.、Um, and if it's like a really sort of big, lively city, you get a very different feel at night with a city than the daytime.、Mm. So I'll、uh, I'll try and visit both times. And I would guess it's probably not for your larger pieces, but how often do you draw from life on site and finish pretty much the whole thing right not, there? Not very often anymore.、Um, 
because yeah at, at the moment i'm drawing on sort of like a1 a0 size pieces of paper they're yeah, just so yeah. unwieldy you can't yeah. really take them, take them with you yeah <laughs> <laughs> like and then uh you know there's worries from weather and that kind yes. of stuff mm. i used to draw on smaller pieces of paper mm. and um tape them together oh uh yeah just sort of removable tape on the back oh. so where they join i draw across that it was when i had like a very tiny desk mm. And I take those little pieces of paper out with me into Taipei and or mm. Nottingham actually as well, and and draw, um, draw on them, on site like that. But like I was saying, after so many sort of troubles with weather and yeah. so many like I'd always, uh, you know, you don't really want to lose something you've. <laughs> have you? Have you? No, thankfully not. <laughs> <laughs> not everything. Yeah. Yeah. So speaking of desks, what is your current studio space like? Um, I just work at home, so it's not really a sort of dedicated studio. Um, I just have a sort of drawing board that's at an angle. I realized after drawing sort of onto a flat desk for a long time that it was starting to hurt my shoulder a yeah, bit. Yeah, that's what I learned from friends, yeah. Yeah, so you're just like, okay, repetitive <laughs> injuries and all that sort of thing. So mm. I bought one of the sort of larger drawing boards. Oh. And that's pretty much all I need. If I'm going to paint anything, I usually just do that on the floor. And do you take any references from old maps or modern maps in your work? Oh, uh, yeah. Um, so when I was, I, I drew the Taipei and Tainan as they were in the 1930s. Mm. So I was taking a lot of like archival photos, um, some of the sort of older uh, maps drawn in like the Japanese era, mm. that kind of thing, and using them as references. Uh, so also like images taken from aeroplanes around that time. Mm. So that was those were all like super useful for that. And do you go to like city archives and libraries? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, Taipei City Archives. I went to. Uh, I went to all, like all of the museums in Tainan, I think. Mm. And then the place I was staying in Tainan, the guy who runs it had like a huge collection of like old Tainan picture books. Oh, cool. So I was like, okay, you just was the perfect place to stay. <laughs> like, so you reach out to the team or. Um, no, uh, that was just that was just lucky coincidence. Oh, wow. um, I just I happened this. to book the hotel guest house thing, and this is fate. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, it was I, in. I, I, I booked it because it was in like one of the older sort of which historic a, which buildings area? Um, on the near the West Gate or where the old West Gate used to be. Ah, okay. And Senongdia is mm-hmm. kind of that around yeah, it's a there nice too. Area. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, for modern ones, um, to get kind of the street. Uh, the street grid or the street sizes or so, then I'll, I'll just use like a flat map like Google Google Maps for Google, that. Okay. Just to get like the scale of things mm-hmm. and I just measure from that. Um, oh. There is like, you can use sort of Google a little bit for these, but usually that imagery is quite out of date. Like um, really? Google, Google like 3D if made uh, some of type A 3D. Yes. A few, about a couple of years ago, maybe a year ago. So it's not accurate. But no, it's about like five or six years out of date. Google, so listen, I need to update. Yeah, right. <laughs> I think that was the condition for them using it was that it was out of date because uh, for security. A safer. Kids, oh, okay. And all of the areas with government and military stuff, they're still flat. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, which I we think, will not mention. Right. <laughs> I think the Taiwanese government got really annoyed with Google 3D defying like yeah. military installations. Yeah, and bases there was a piece of news that they were sort of arguing about this yeah so yeah technology does assist your creation in during the process you would say yeah most of my coloring is um digital like i just do it through sort of um photoshop type mm-hmm. programs um partly 
sometimes I do it by hand. Um, generally, if it's a smaller one, that's usually done by hand. Mm. If it's a bigger one, I'm too clumsy to do those by hand. <laughs> like, <laughs> you might not think, given like my work is very sort of yeah, finely so, detailed and stuff, yeah. that I'm clumsy, but I am a quite clumsy person. Oh, okay, okay, so don't if knock I, over that cup of water. Yeah, soon. right. I mean, it'll probably go at some point <laughs> soon. Um, don't imagine. Like. I don't trust myself to use like a bunch of like watercolor on these and after oh. I've like worked on something for four months or so, I'm oh. just like, no, you're just going to spill yeah, just water everywhere. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> then this is, <laughs> well, this is a hot topic now. Like I feel like everybody wants to talk about with an artist, artificial intelligence. Yeah. 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 yeah I, I just dropped that way. You haven't even, like, yeah. did you have any, any thoughts on on like how personally I think this technology, I think of it as this would assist uh, people in many, many ways instead of thinking of it as like, I haven't watched X-Mech, another movie yet, mm -hmm. but people are saying oh, they're going to dominate human beings and they will basically wipe out the necessity of having real well, hu human artists doing artwork. I fundamentally disagree, but what are your thoughts as a full-time Yeah, artist? I've sort of been watching the AI thing and I first sort of played around with Mid Journey, I think back in August last year and mm. just just because I, I was like what is this this is intriguing yeah. um it's kind of a strange thing it's kind of like you want you want to be uh I, I would like it to uh, there are some experiments i want to do mm, like what it. if you don't mind sharing of course um nothing concrete at the moment but i would like to um replicate perhaps parts of my drawings and sort of see if I can create some kind of like more abstract looking oh, like kind of city kind of going rendering. out there. Yeah, kind at the like moment, the AI isn't really good enough to do that sort of thing. This mm -hmm. is kind of the problem with it. It's like, it's very impressive when you first see it. And if you look at the images that are popping up on social media, mm. It looks very impressive in like the first 10 seconds. Yes, I would say so. And then afterwards, after 10 seconds, you look a bit closer and you're like, okay, actually, no, this isn't really that good. Um, this is light years away from something a digital, actual digital artist. Are we could stepping make. into like the, the discussion of aura and anima? Maybe. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah. But um, it's at the moment, um, it's hard to tell. Mm -hmm. And, and it, my kind of the style and the stuff that I'm doing, mm. I don't think it's ever going to actually be able to make the kind of stuff I make. Mm. Like I was trying to imagine what putting my workflow into AI would look like, mm. but it just, I mean, there's a reason I have to actually go out into these places. Yes. Um, and there's a lot of like perspective tricks and moving stuff around and, yeah. and, and sh like shrinking things in front of important stuff you want to show mm -hmm. there's all this kind of these kind of decisions that go into it and all the sort of the human aspects of it like the yes, people that the i'm drawing aspects, yes the the cats the yes <laughs> yeah, so basically long story short are, are we confident to say that you as an artist uh well of course thinking about your work but you don't really feel that you are threatened by ai no it's an enemy that you have to be aware of no it's a kind of interesting it's a sort of fun thing at the moment that I'm looking at. I, I think if I was, uh, I think it does a very good job of certain things like um, digital art pictures of dragons. I think just because mm. it's been trained on a lot of digital art pictures of dragons. Mm. Um, but I think the only issue it's got at the moment that maybe affects me more uh, as well is that there's such a s avalanche of it on social media mm -hmm. at the moment. And yeah. I think it's just drowning out some yeah. uh, s 
especially like artists with um, smaller followings, maybe like um, I think the sort of viral AI kind of I would say a lot of very low effort kind of clickbaity AI pictures. Yes. I think it's sort of drowning out a lot of smaller artists mm. at the moment and probably like drowning out me a little bit too. Mm. So that's uh, definitely annoying. But uh, yeah. And also so many forums and well, news out there, they, well, they love to sensationalize almost everything. Mm. So they would have articles saying, well, AI art is replacing, well, real art or something. And but oh, I love that you mentioned the human element in your work because I feel you know think tracing back my memory when I first saw your work I think one of the reasons why it moved me so much is because I feel that this the the warmth coming from each well each each stroke and each grid is really 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 you feel this is I don't know for lack of a better word it, it's it's alive for for me I think that's how I feel. And when I was at um, your exhibit at Shinko Mitsukoshi, I noticed this detail I love so much. So there's a person walking their dog. The dogs were barking. Oh. And you wrote like rough, rough. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, so yeah. Actually, that's actually a real person. Um, that is a, that is a scooter mechanic who lives around the corner on the block. No way. And he has three very, very noisy dogs. Mm. And even though I don't think he's actually disabled, he rides a mobility scooter around. Mm -hmm. Um, I think because the dogs are quite big and just him with three dogs, he'd just get pulled away. Oh, with like it. a sled. Yeah, like a sled. <laughs> so, oh, that's me, a real person. He, he, he's a real I person and detail. he flies around the sort of lanes around my, my house and you can hear him coming from sort of oh. ages away because it's just three very noisy dogs and him almost sort of half driving, half being pulled along on, a mobili mm. on this mobility scooter. So I had to I had to add him. Oh, yeah, oh, I love this. And also, um, I believe it's not too far from this section. Uh, there's a tattoo studio, mm, and yes. there are people inside doing tattoos. Yeah. So uh, a friend of mine, um, a friend of mine called called Ben, works in that tattoo ah, studio. So it's also from 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 your life. Yes. A lot of a lot of stuff on that particular drawing is for, is from my life. Uh, that's kind of my neighborhood. I've I've been living in for a long time. So um, I added him. I don't think he knows yet that I put him in there. Ben, you need but... to check this out, Ben. <laughs> uh, yeah, incognito tattoos just on Tonghua Street. And I still, I keep meaning to go and get a tattoo done there, but oh, really? I haven't, haven't gone yet. Wow, okay. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. And I feel like I one of my favorite areas in Taipei is probably Da Daocheng. Okay. And I, is it one of your favorites? Yeah, Da Daocheng and, and Wanhua are actually both kind mm. of favorites. Um I drew Dada Chen very long time ago, probably like one of my, I think my second drawing yeah, in it's Taiwan. It's probably one of the first pieces I saw. From yeah. The, from you, yeah. You can sort of tell the earlier ones because they're a little more uh, building focused. Uh, the later ones have a lot more people and traffic on and stuff, but the earlier ones are a bit more, I was kind of oh. like studying the architecture a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Dada Chen has a lot of people in boats, I think. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I think people, I live not too far from that area now. Yeah, yeah. people are always pointing out there's like you, you never see people rowing dragon boats in that river. Why did you put them on there? And yeah, I why? Like, I just I just thought it would be fun to I add just them. like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And that is part one of my interview with Tom. Stay tuned for part two coming out next Monday. See you then.